Hey there, it's Sunday Eli and shout out to you. Welcome back. Welcome back. If you haven't yet, go ahead and like this episode and subscribe to Miss Charm School podcast. And since you're at it, go ahead and share this episode with a loved one, a sister friend, a girlfriend, a guy friend. If you're a guy, share this with your gal, your sisters, the women in your life. I'm so happy that the tribe is here. We are a growing tribe literally all over the globe. How dope is that? Like, there are people that listen all the way in the UK and in Europe and all over Canada and the United States and South America and the Caribbean as well. So go ahead. We are a growing global tribe of Miss Charm School listeners, men and women, even though this podcast is for women. But I'm so happy that y'all are here. So go ahead. I could not have done it without you. Go ahead and share this podcast with someone that you know. And you can connect with this podcast via iTunes, Amazon Podcasts, SoundCloud, and on Spotify. That's right. That's right. Pretty much everywhere you get your podcast, I'm there. Okay. My face is going to pop up and hello, girl. Hello. How are you? <laughs> so thank you guys so much for all your love and support. And before we get into this week's episode, be sure to connect with me offline on social media at Sunday Travels pretty much everywhere. That's me on Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, and on TikTok if you dare to venture there, all right, where I will go ahead and post questions to the audience, poll you guys, and you never know, your answer may end up here on the podcast. Without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, Charmers. Hey, Charmers. Welcome in to another episode of Ms. Charm School Podcast. I'm your host, Sunday Eli. Thank you so much for joining me again today. Woo woo. Shout out to you for making the time to get here and arrive. You know the drill. Kick off your shoes and relax your feet. Come on in. Come on in. Come on in. Make sure you have your libations, something refreshing for you. You know, I always share with you guys, we're often underhydrated, so water is great. I've been doing water with a hint of lemon, squeezing some lemon in there. Mm -mm -mm, it's been so good. If you need something a little bit stronger, sis, I understand. Go ahead and pop the cork if you need to. <laughs> no judgment. And come on into this space. Gather yourselves, center yourselves, take some deep breaths, and arrive. Arrived. There you go. Look at y'all. Y'all able to get centered real quick. I love it. I can sense it. I can feel it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. For those of you who are returning back, come on, girl. Come on in. Welcome. Thank you for coming back. And for those of you who are new, shout out to you. We are a growing tribe here globally. Miss Charm School Podcast. I'm just so grateful for everyone that's been sharing the word and seeing the numbers grow and increase has been phenomenal. So thank you, newbies, for being here and sharing this podcast with your loved ones as well. Some of you who are eavesdropping, like our men that listen to this podcast, you're welcome in this space as well. So thank you for being here. Miss Charm School Podcast is for modern boss babes who are looking to re-engage their feminine energy, their spirituality, and their sensuality. Another way I like to break that down for those of you who have been here for a while is Miss Charm School Podcast is for women who are in transition, women who are in transition out of their womanhood into their queendom. What does that mean? 
Well, I'm so glad you asked. Your womanhood is really your me season, time for you to learn thyself, master thyself, go through your journey of your life lessons to really know thyself. And we talk about a lot of that stuff here on Miss Charm School podcast. But as you get elevated, I believe by God into a season of queendom, simply your decisions no longer only affect yourself. Your decisions impact the nations. Nations by definition just means groups of people. So when you're in your queendom, you put on the royal robes, you walk like a queen, you talk like a queen, you take lessons from your womanhood and you implement them in your season of queendom. You are instructing people, people are living by the words that come out of your mouth, by the decisions that you make, by the food that you cook for the house, how you organize things, how you run your business. People's livelihoods are attached to your elevated position of queendom. And that may manifest for you in positions of being a director of a department, a manager. That may manifest in you being a caretaker for a family member or a parent or a loved one. That may manifest in you running your business or expanding into a business where you are hiring staff. That may um, even be you hiring a housekeeper if you're a stay-at-home wife or a stay-at-home mom. And there's other people who have to um, take their leadership and their direction from you while you're in seasons of queendom. Or you could be a mother and you're raising children. That's also a season of queendom, I believe. So many of us are queens in different realms of life here on this podcast. Some are wives, and then that's their assignment for queendom. Some are managers and directors. Some are wearing multiple hats. They're wives and mothers and managers and directors and entrepreneurs, okay? And so queendom is really just about being in that season with excellence so that people say that they are honored that you are the queen in their life. And here on Miss Charm School Podcast, we do the work. We do the work of re-engaging our feminine energy, our spirituality, and our sensuality. We do the work so that we are the dynamic queens meeting our assignment that God has created for us to meet here in this life. So I'm so happy that you're here to do the work. It's important to be here, to have the conversation, to have conversations with your friends and to have the personal reflection because I really desire, I know that there's so much information in our world and in our market, but it needs to move from information, head knowledge into the physical body. It needs to move into your heart. The information needs to move into your solar plexus and into your sacral and it needs to get in your body and in your blood and in your DNA. It needs to get in the cells of your body, your thoughts. You need to have the transformation. And here, Miss Charm School Podcast, we are a community of women who are interested in transmuting ourselves, growing ourselves, doing the work so that we can be the woman, not just head knowledge, but actually be her, walk in her. Um, we're not practicing being queen. We are queen, right? It's, it's a state of being, not a state of doingness. And here we have those conversations. Here you have a community. Here you are not alone. And so for those of you who are new, we welcome you into the tribe. Think it not by mistake that you are here. I specifically pray over this podcast and pray over every single listener that comes through to hear. And so you are here by divine design and by divine appointment and do not take that lightly. And I do not take that lightly. So I'm so grateful beyond even what I'm able to express for you to be here. I'm honored that God allowed us to meet in this space, in this capacity. So thank you for showing up. 
In today's episode, lo and behold, many of you guys don't know because I just don't advertise it, but I self-published a book back when I was mm, 23, I believe I wrote it. And I self-published a book called Breaking the Silence, What College Doesn't Teach You. And the inspiration for the book really came because I went through a season in college. This was my me season, my womanhood season. And I felt that I was receiving so many uploads of life lessons by God. So many things happened in my life in undergrad that there's no textbook for. There's no class. There's no, you know, I felt that there wasn't any life skills training in college. And I went to a college that also did not teach technical skills. It was a theory-based program. So they really taught you how to think about concepts and really how to be a director and how to be a manager and how to think high, high brow, high level, big picture. And I'm so grateful for that. But there was definitely no like wife 101 or, you know, how to be a great mom or how to be a great friend or how to have great relationships at work or in school or with family or in love. None of that stuff was talked about. But yet I was experiencing all these different life lessons that were growing me up and maturing me in the area of loving God and loving others and loving people. And so I remember sitting somewhere contemplating the thought that, you know, college, these are the best years of your life. And I thought that sucks because my college experience was tough and hard and fun. Yes. And I traveled and did a lot of wonderful things, but I also had great friendships that I lost and I loved people that are no longer in my life. And it was really a stretching and a growing grounds. And I remember thinking to myself, if these are the best years of your life, like that sucks. Like, You know, I'll be depressed looking towards the future because these years were not my greatest years of my life. And so I ended up uh, journaling. I always keep a journal and I just so many life lessons. I used to really spend time. Well, I still spend time with God, but I remember sitting on the floor in my dorm room and just reading my Bible and writing and journaling. And, you know, because I was going through stuff and crying out to God and asking for clarity and wisdom and I just received such rapid knowledge and enlightenment through the Holy Spirit. And then I took classes on meditation in college. And so I learned how to do, you know, Eastern style meditation. And I had meditation workshops and just I grew so much during that time in my life. And so by the time I was graduating college, it was on my heart to write a book. And I kept kind of putting it off. And one day God was like, write the book. (laughs) So I did and self-published it. I literally, people always ask me, how did you self-publish your your book? I purchased self-publishing for dummies. (laughs) Love those books. And taught myself how to self-publish a book, write a book, hire an artist to do the cover, hire an editor to edit the scripts or the text, all the things. And self-published my book in 2015, I believe. Yeah. So yes, you cannot purchase it anywhere. So for those of you who are scouring over the internet right now, I purposefully um, disengaged sales several years ago. And so you'll have to wait till I decide to republish it and put it back out on the market. But it's a very powerful book. And so I was sitting praying about today's episode and it came to me to open the book and pull up a chapter to share with you guys. And I'm not going to read it. (laughs) 
word from word, word for word. But basically, this chapter that I was led to talks about the five steps on how to free yourself from the power of people. And I don't really know why I'm being led to this, but as I reread the chapter, and it's a very small chapter, it's like three pages, this chapter, it's chapter 11 in the book right now. And it's about three pages, literally. But as I was rereading it, I was like, wow, I still practice these principles today. Like this stuff is tried and true. And I always amaze myself when I pick this book up even though I've grown and, uh, you know, maybe I would have said things a little bit differently, the foundational truth of the book still stands. And that's how I know the Holy Spirit literally wrote through me for this text. So we're going to talk today about how to free yourself from the power of people. And before you decide that it's not for you, I want to encourage you to go ahead and listen, because I didn't think that I really needed to hear this myself, but I did. Short answer is I did. So We're going to get into the five areas right now. The first thing that I said is how to free yourself from the power of people, what college doesn't teach you. Number one, do not retreat the way that I did. Retreat for a time and then force yourself to jump back into life and activities. And what I meant by that is sometimes when we go through difficult things in life, And, you know, people are gossiping or naysayers or you're just feeling the pressure from the outside world. It's very easy to want to go into yourself to pull away from people. And I really wanted to encourage people to jump back into life, retreat for a time. It is important to have personal reflection and reflect on things for a time in your life. But after that time has expired, it's very important so that it doesn't move into depression or anxiety or something darker that you re-engage life. There is a time to cry. There's a time to forgive. There's a time to address the problem. And then there's a time to take boxing classes and release your anger and get into breath work and work out and move your body. There's a time to start activities again, like activities again, like dancing and coloring or whatever that may be. What's important is that you don't pull yourself into an uglier space by going further and further into yourself and further shrinking from the outside world. Number two on what college doesn't teach you and how to free yourself from the power of people is to realize it's just your failed expectations. And there was a whole story that I shared behind, you know, this breakdown. And I'm not giving you the story. I'm just jumping into the solution. But the reason why this was included is that it's just your expectation is because oftentimes, if you're anything like me, it's just your expectation that has failed. You did not fail. That person or that situation did not fail. It was simply your expectations that failed. You expected an outcome and the outcome didn't come to pass. And if you're anything like me, a failed expectation can feel like a really hard punch in the stomach. But once you embrace that you did not fail, you can feel better about letting that feeling that's gripping you go. For me, this was really hard to learn because, you know, it required that I truly embrace myself. And by truly embrace myself, what I meant when I wrote that was that sometimes we can be so gripped We don't even realize the culture is telling us, you know, pushing a certain agenda 
We want to live our life a certain type of way. We want to fit a certain type of image. We don't want to ruffle the rock the boat or ruffle too many feathers. We want to live up to our parents' expectation. We want to live up to the school's expectation or the job's expectation or whatever it is. You're married now and now everyone's asking you when are you going to have your kid and you're feeling pressured about that or you know, you want to, you're a man listening to this podcast and you want to get married and so you need to own five houses and have a portfolio of over 1.5 million dollars before you're ever eligible to ask a woman to be your wife. Like there's so many things Things that we would like to have accomplished and sometimes you just have to ask yourself why <laughs> like where is that pressure coming from and what what about getting there and what comes to mind is for me I've dated okay y'all know and I've dated men who are like I need to accomplish all these things before I could even consider a wife and kids and it's like okay And I saw something on Instagram that was really powerful to me and it was looked like kind of a crackhead, but they were speaking divine truth. And in the video clip, they were saying like, "Ooh, you're going to be so mad. Everybody's rushing to get there. But when you get there, you're going to be so mad because it's nothing. The, The beauty of it was the journey, but you missed the journey because you were so focused on getting there. And the man was like, you're going to be so mad. Everybody rushing to get there, there, wherever there is. You're going to be so mad when you get there because it ain't there. It's always moving. The journey, the finish line always moves. It always grows. It always evolves. And so many of you, men and women listening, are delaying life, putting off life, putting off kids, putting off marriage, putting off asking the girl that you love to to honor her and and put a ring on her finger because you want to get more and acquire more and acquire more when the crazy thing is like you're your parents wildest dream like I had to tell a guy I was dating one time like because you know of course like I need to accomplish all these things before I'm ready and it's like you've accomplished so much that your parents haven't even scratched the surface of accomplishing so who is this person that you're chasing like what is this ghost that you're chasing that you have to accomplish all these things before you're ready to just add a woman into your life and a woman is a multiplier anyway like number one I'm gonna brag on me a little bit if you get me you gonna multiply regardless because what's the fruit of my life is that is the fact that I am a fruitful woman There's money attached to my life. There's prosperity attached to my life. There's spiritual inheritance attached to my life. There's so much attached to my life because I'm a woman who does her work. I'm not necessarily unique. Yes, I have a unique fingerprint. It's my style, you know, of of body and height and voice. And those things are unique to me. But the qualities and the skills that I'm practicing are qualities and skills that every woman listening to this podcast can practice. And you can all express them in your own uniquely divine way that's unique to you. But a woman in her bag spiritually, uh, a woman in her bag in her emotional um, capacity or a woman in her bag in her feminine energy or a woman in her bag in her sensuality, these are things that every woman has access to. And any man that gets that kind of powerful woman has lucked up with the billion trillion flow jackpot. Hello, But so many of us are missing the now because we're so focused on accomplishing something else, somewhere else, some finish line that keeps moving. 
And for those of you who are boss babes who are listening, when you got your bachelor's degree, the goal was like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to leave college and I mean, I'm going to leave high school and I'm going to go get my college degree. And then you got it. And then you celebrated. And then you were like, damn, now I got to get a job. (laughs) And then you got a job. And then it was like, damn, I got to get a better job. Then you got the place. Then it was like, damn, I got to buy a house. Like it always moves. That's the effing truth. And some of us are delaying our own personal gratification. Some of us are not even being honest with ourselves. Like, you know what? When I was 25, I didn't want to get married. I wanted to be engaged, but I wasn't ready for marriage. I didn't think I was. But now that I'm older than that, I'm ready. (laughs) And sometimes when I meet people and they're like, well, I think I'll be ready then, 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 then. Well, all the stuff that you're trying to accomplish before you're quote unquote ready those destinations are going to continue to evolve. So either you're just not ready or either you just don't want it, but there's a level of authenticity and transparency you need to have with yourself. And as I share that with you, I'm sharing that with myself. That's why I'm like this. When I revisited this um, chapter, I didn't really feel like it was relevant. But as I started to read it, I'm like, nah, this is good. There's layers here. The, the, The wisdom in my chapters are very simple and profound, but even as I get older, I have to remind myself, like, it's just expectation. That's it. Like, you know, who knows? It's just expectation. And whatever it is, is just a failed expectation or an expectation that hasn't yet manifested. But the reality is you need to embrace all of you right now. You have to stop shrinking. You have to stop beating yourself up. You have to stop telling yourself that somebody else is ahead of you. You have to stop allowing the opinions of other people. Again, this is freedom from the power of people. You have to allow yourself to walk away, be a maverick, step outside the pack, free yourself from the opinions of other people and do your own thing. Be the person that God has called you to be. All right, moving on to number three, because I got a little carried away there, but obviously it needed to come through. Number three, letting go. Letting go, and I'm turning the page here if there's any noise coming back, all right? Number three is letting it go, freeing yourself from the power of people. So I wrote, I struggle with letting it go. I thought letting it go mean meant that I had to ignore the way that I felt, My mother would always say, just forget about it and move on. You need to stop allowing yourself to be hurt over people who obviously don't care about you. And though she was right, that last part would cut me every time. Letting go does not mean you forget. Letting go is you finally saying enough is enough. It's saying that I'm tired of crying. I'm tired of complaining about this. I'm going to put it where it belongs, underneath a tombstone. It's dead. Stop trying to revive dead things. Letting go is taking a big breath and saying, I love me more than this (laughs) S-H-I-T. And letting go can be challenging. And I want to say the evolved version of this, of where I am in my journey today, is not just letting go of, you know, oh my God, this person hurt me or acted like they didn't care about me and I just have to let it go. No, I care. The fact that I cared so much and they didn't care. Yes, we do have to learn how to make peace with that and let that go. But even the evolved version of that 
of where I sit today is letting go sometimes of what I had in mind. And I talk about this in um, one of the other points. So I'll hold off giving the revelation now and I'll move on to number four. Number four, and we only have one more after number four. Number four, number four is transform and have new results. Sometimes, and this is exactly what I was going to say, sometimes things come out better than you expected. Once you can embrace that it's just your expectations that have failed or your expectations have shifted, you realize that there are other ways to accomplish your desired goal. You are the only one who said it has to go a certain way. (laughs) God is limitless and infinite. God does not think on our narrow level. The creator can turn your situation around at any any time. God can make all of your pain work out for your divine good. In fact, the Bible says he will make all things beautiful in time. The source, God, of all things can create friendships, mentorships, relationships, and experiences that top all the good you thought you had back then. Renew your hope and have courage. Embrace your process to be greater. If you believe greater, you will achieve greater. It may not come packaged the way you intended it to come, but transform anyways, or transform anyway. (laughs) Don't stay stuck. Don't just let go. Completely transform the energy into something productive. Turn it around and watch God move you forward. Can I just say shout out to 23-year-old me? Because my God, the girl, was, the girl was in her bag. Do you understand? The girl was really in her prayer closet and really talking to God because this is real divine truth. This is exactly what I was going to say at the end of point number three. Sometimes it's failed expectations and maybe that was level one of my journey. But level two of my journey is still transforming. I'm still reminding myself this is such a right now rhema word for me because transforming what I had in mind, oh my God. Sometimes we are so myself, I'm preaching to myself. Sometimes I am so focused and fixed on it has to go this way. It has to go this way. It has to be this way. This is the way it has to be. God, I'm praying for this, 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 this. And it's a very specific thing. And if it's not that, then I just don't think it's right, period. It's not even a failed expectation. It's like beating myself up that I am a failure because it didn't manifest this specific way. But the reality is sometimes things work out even better, Sometimes we are in the dark in our life. And I hope that you can catch what I'm putting down because I'm, I'm really speaking to something specific. And I need you to have spiritual ears to hear this and to discern this. Sometimes we're so fixed that we have to own the house before the, the wife and the kids. We have to buy the Tesla. We need to make the seven figures in our business. We need to accomplish all these things before, 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 before. And when it doesn't show up that way, the truth is you're frustrated on the inside because you're delaying living your full expression. One of my mentors and coaches, Debrina Jackson Gandy, uses a acronym to describe fear. 
And her description is fear, full expression, avoided and resisted. Many of us are frustrated because our full expressed self, we have avoided that person, that man or that woman. We have resisted that person, that man or that woman because we are so fixed on doing things a particular way. We are so fixed on avoiding the scrutiny of the naysayers in the church or the naysayers in our family, or we're so fixed on, you know, we've been trained and coached a certain type of way. And if we get older and we shack up with someone or we get older and whatever that is, we don't want to step outside and be that person or wear those labels, whatever that is for you, whatever that is for you. I'm not here to tell you what it is or what it's not, or I'm not here to say any of that. I'm just bringing the perspective shift. And we're so fixed on it being a certain type of way. And God is faithful. If you, if it's really the desire of your heart, fine. God is faithful to provide. But sometimes we're so fixed that we're immovable and we're not allowing for the flexibility of life. We're not allowing for the our full expression. I dated a guy once who used to say like, Sunday you change too much, which was hilarious because I'm probably like not the flip floppy person. I'm typically pretty fixed, <laughs> which is why I wrote something like this at 23 to teach myself to go with the flow more. So it was hilarious. It was like, you change too much, you change too much and I need you to be consistent. And I remember sharing that with my dad and my dad told, my dad just laughed and he was like, to live is change. Life is change. Nothing stays the same. That's like guaranteed in life. You don't even stay the same age forever. Every month, every second that you breathe, you're getting older. (laughs) Like that is literally life. But sometimes we just want things to just stay so fixed and something stay consistent and don't change and don't move and don't grow and don't evolve. But the reality is we have grown and evolved. We're not the infant that we were when we came into this world. We're not on the placenta that we once were when we were in our parents' womb. To be us is to be change. But then we want our outer world to be so fixed. We want it to have such a level of control We wanted to have a particular outcome and we're fixed on that outcome. And for some of us, I'm speaking to myself, it has caused us to shrink our full expression. We're not even living the woman that we desire to be because we're so concerned with the image of a thing of how something looks and how it comes out. And so this is what we need to transform. We need to have new results. God can turn it around but you have to be willing to have it completely transformed. All your pain can work out for your good. All your failed expectations can be turned around. You may lose a lover, a friend, whatever it is, but God can bless you with five more friends and you can't even remember that other person's name that you are clinging on to so bad. Some of us just need to open up and allow transformation. And then the fifth point that I wanted to share is true forgiveness. And I'm just going ahead and I'm going to go ahead and read this sentence here. Steps one through four hold no power if you don't confess and allow for authentic forgiveness. Forgiveness is the key that helps you open the gate called letting go. 
Stepping beyond the gate places you on the road called transformation. It is a process. And then I wrote, don't be like me and fight the process. (laughs) I prayed so hard during this time when I was younger for God to fix things and I would do anything for God to fix it and turn it around. And by fix it, I meant for God to put it back together what I felt at the time was falling apart. And I would ask God, what did I do wrong? Help me. And I've been that same 23-year-old, 22-year-old, 21-year-old girl not too long ago where things were kind of falling apart. And I was like, God, I can think of two times since I wrote this book where I was really on my knees like, God, what did I do wrong? What is it me? How do I change it? How do I fix it? But the reality is I just needed to step into forgiveness, let it go, and allow God to transform my situation so that I could have new results so that I can open up to what I didn't expect, what I didn't see coming, what I couldn't have imagined, couldn't have fathomed. And life has been so much sweeter. There were things I couldn't see, you know, there were trips and experiences and people that I couldn't see that I was gonna meet in the future, but I couldn't see them because I was so fixed on the current moment and praying for that to fix and turn around and work out. But that wasn't serving my highest and my best good. That was me resisting and shrinking and operating out of a place of fear. But once I really opened up and let go and allowed God to transform it and I stepped into the transformation and I got out of the house and I stopped being in a place of sulking and sadness and I started to move and go out and live life and bounce back, life opened up to me in such amazing, grand, beautiful ways. And so I really want to encourage you today, whoever you are listening to this, and for those of you who are going to be sharing this because you know people in your life that are coming to mind that are going through something as you listen to this and this is resonating for you as you think of them or their face comes to you or their voice comes to you, follow the nudge of the Holy Spirit and share this with them. Follow the nudge of the Holy Spirit and share this with them. Do things that help you see the glass half full. If you are afraid to put yourself back out there after being wounded, try going to a fun class that makes you laugh and interact with people. Take piano or dance lessons. Take up a sport, photography, painting, swimming, graffiti, poetry, rapping, gardening, cooking, baking. Try coloring in a coloring book. They even have coloring books for your phone, okay? You can do it digitally, just do something. Take the action to be content. Physically move your body and take action, move. Understand that you don't need to do anything more than what you're doing right now. You don't need to be anyone more than who you're being right now. You have everything already within you. And I'm being reminded, I went to a Samba uh, three-day workshop and I only went for one day. But the day that I went, there was an amazing teacher who's taught all over the world. And she was sharing as we were doing, um, we were dancing with some African drums and doing something um, out of a tejero, which is kind of like a spiritual dance, if you will. Um, I don't have time to explain that right now, but if you know, you know. And we were doing one of the dances of one of the spirits. And she was just saying, like, trust yourself. It's in you. This is not a dance that you learn. 
This is something that you re-engage because it's already within you. It already exists. And that's what Miss Charm School Podcast is about. It's about reawakening you to yourself. Think of the matrix. It's just you reawakening to your own feminine energy that's already within you. It's reawakening to your spirituality that's already within you. It's reawakening to your sensuality that is already within you. There is nothing outside of you that you in fact need. Everything is already within. And the queens that are listening to this podcast, the people who are transitioning from their womanhood into queendom, are women who understand that. Who understand that I'm every woman. It's all in me. Anything you want done, baby, I do it naturally. Hello, it's already inside of you. I literally sometimes sing that to myself. (laughs) Or Maya Angelou's Phenomenal Woman. It's already inside of you. You are already her. There's no business venture that's not within you already. There's no amount of money that you're going to make in this lifetime that's outside of you. It's already within you. There's no love to get or to acquire outside of you. It's already in you. There's no child, no family member, no nothing. It's already within you. The homes, the houses. I I used to tell myself, I went through a period of time where I felt like I didn't have a quote unquote home. I was just living here, there, everywhere. (laughs) And I had to tell myself, the Holy Spirit just nudged to me. It was like, you're always at home. As long as you're here, right here, present within this skin, this body, this spirit, you're home. What is home? I had to ask myself that question. What is what is even home? Home is wherever I'm at. I set the pace and the and the atmosphere. I set the tone of the atmosphere in wherever I am. Even if I'm walking into a foreign place, I have the ability to spark something in the atmosphere and change the literal countenance of that room. I have the ability to walk into a place and heal someone with my smile or talk to someone over the phone and have their whole energy change. That's the power that you have. That's within you. That's not outside of you. You want to transform your body. If you're 400 pounds and you want to see yourself as 180 pounds, guess what? That woman or that man, the slender version of you is already within you. You just got to chisel that person out. You just got to exercise. You just have to practice. You just have to be mindful. You just have to wake up. You just have to take action. You have to allow yourself to no longer shrink. And so that's my message today. These five different steps, and I'll just repeat them quickly. What college doesn't teach you, and at the time I was saying how to free yourself from the power of people, but I would take that a step further and say how to free yourself from yourself. Retreat for a time, number one, but then jump back into life. Number two, it's just your failed expectations. Number three, let it go. Number four, transform new results. Transform the energy. Number five, true forgiveness. I thank you so much, Charmers, for joining me again today. It is always a pleasure 
for you to be here. I hear some of you right now in the spirit just like, mm, that was good. I needed to hear that. You know, I just love Sunday's voice. She's just so comforting and warm and it feels good to be here. And I'm happy that you feel that way because it feels good to commune with you. I do genuinely feel you guys energetically. I'm so happy for your presence. I'm so happy that you're sharing this with others. I'm so happy that you show up. I'm very passionate about all of us transforming and letting our light shine. Because when we let our light shine, we encourage other people to have the freedom to do so as well. So continue to do you, continue to be radiant, continue to stay in your prayer closet and stay with God, meditating with God, praying to God, talking to God, trusting yourself, trusting your gut, listening to your inner voice, minding what you're putting in front of your eyes and your ears, minding what comes out of your mouth, being mindful of thinking well, speaking well, being positive, staying in alignment with God, the creator of all things. And putting your best foot forward and you will see, I'm telling you, that your soil will be cultivated. People will begin to plant seeds in your garden, you know, seeds of money because they're going to get a harvest because you're fruitful. Seeds of time, seeds of wanting to study from you or learn from you. People are going to start giving to you. People are going to want to just be in your presence, hear your voice, be hugged by you. Have you listened to them? Sometimes people just want you to talk to them because they just want to be in your energy vibration. That's a queen that's in her bag. That's a queen that's in her garden, that's doing her work. And I'm just so grateful for you doing the work because as you do the work and as you grow and as you transform, you encourage other people to do so. But also, even more importantly, as you get ready to hold your kids in your womb for women specifically, For men listening who are about to go out and pick wives who they feel like have this same energy, you're going to pick a woman who's going to hold life in her womb that's going to birth the next generation of phenomenal people in this world. And we need you. We need you. I need you. I need you. The next generation needs you. The world needs you. We are the change that we have been waiting on. And it starts right here. Even though you think this is small, even though sometimes we don't feel like making time for it, it starts right here. This is how we change the world. So thank you for showing up. I love you. And I'll talk to you soon, Charmers. Ciao.